Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Janis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Donskoy. I'm Henry Laksan. I'm Peter Turepko, and, and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Ah, good evening, tennis fans. Here we are after what was quite an epic day we saw Sasha Zverev claiming his second world tour finals against Daniel Medvedev after beating the man uh, we're here to talk about today in the semis it's Novak Djokovic and uh, we've had some news coming out uh, talking about uh, obviously the vaccine mandate in Australia and the question we're here to ask is will Djokovic play and joining us today we've got John Silk but first We'll move over to JG. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, very good, mate. Obviously, busy day with tennis in the, the final of the ATP finals. Congratulations to Zverev. But this is a very different topic. It's one we got so many questions about uh, during that final. It kind of overshadowed it, if I'm honest. There were so many people asking, what do they think is going to happen with the Australian Open? The big news is you now have to be vaccinated to play the Australian Open. I know there was a leaked email from the WTA a few weeks prior and they wasn't sure whether um, this was going to be as strict as it is now um, or whether you could just either have to quarantine if you've not had the vaccine or if you have had the vaccine, there's no quarantine. But right now, if you've not had the vaccine, you cannot play. And we don't know with Novak Djokovic whether or not he's vaccinated. He's not declared it himself. He's not said he's not vaccinated. He's not said he is vaccinated, so which has led it just for people to work it out themselves and come draw, draw conclusions. And, well, uh, I'll let you, I'll, I'll, I'm interested to know what you guys think about it. But, John, what's your thoughts? Well, we're still going to find out if he's vaccinated or not. I mean, in the next sort of probably four to six weeks, we'll find out. Because um, if he currently isn't, then, of course, he'll he'll have to be pretty quick if he wants to get the double one, so to speak. Um, 
But yeah, we're going to find out. And uh, I, I think his line, we're going to look at his tweet in a minute, I know. But his line, which says something along the lines of, we'll see, suggests to me that he's vaccinated. But I'd be, I'd be interested to know what you guys think and also what, what our audience thinks too. Well, I think that uh, there's a sort of, I wouldn't say he's like playing into a little bit of narrative, but he, I think he likes to keep people guessing a little bit. I don't think he wants everybody to know all of his business all of the time. Uh, <clears throat> it's very intrusive, as you know, and some of these people, they like to have their privacy and they would like to release stuff to the media when they want to release it, not when everybody's clamoring at their doors, trying to knock their doors down, trying to get a photo of him getting his vaccine or whatever it is we don't know so mm-hmm. i think the, he likes the, the virus is going to wait for him yeah right of course the virus will wait it's, for well, exactly it's waiting for him so you got it right john <laughs> well, let's but, see the statement so the statement here from uh sort of tennis australia is this the australian open has confirmed that all players looking to compete in the tournament will need to be fully vaccinated the COVID vaccination status of world number one, Novak Djokovic, remains unknown. He's not the only one. We've had Sabalenka come out and she's pretty opposed to it, but there's rumours now she's taken it. Uh, Medvedev, he's not committed to the fact that he's had the vaccine, yes or no, we don't know. Sissipas, another one. We know he's having surgery now, so is this timed quite fortunately that he's having surgery when he doesn't have to then take the vaccine because he'll be missing it anyway. But the big news is people want to know about Djokovic. And there's a lot of people in the live chat now saying they think he's taken it. I've got you above me, Ben, saying you, you think he's he's already been vaccinated. And I think John think, thinks he has as well, right? Mm-hmm. Is that I a fair statement? Think, yeah. I, I, I think, think if he hasn't, then he probably <clears throat> will. But I don't know if he's going to tell anyone <laughs> if he has well, or not. That's I'm going to put thing. it out there. I completely disagree with everyone here. I generally okay. do not think he will take the vaccine. Um, which would mean on that basis that he's not going to play the Australian Open. I genuinely, mm-hmm. he's he's a man of principle. He stand, he's for me and a lot of other things. He stands, he st- will stand by his guns, and he doesn't like the totalitarian aspect of having to do something based off the fact that everyone's sort of imp- making you do it. He likes the freedom of choice. He's always stood stood up for that. In many times, he was upset back in what was it when he had his uh, elbow injury and he had to have the. Uh, Operation was that 2018? So I think 17. He was unhappy about that having to do that because he didn't want to have operations and stuff. He's, he's someone who wants he believes in natural therapy. And what did he uh, do? He, what was his what was his decision at the end of the day with the at the, with at the end of the, at the end of the day? His decision was to have the operation. So you could argue here he's going to have the vaccine, but I don't think he's going to. I think this is bigger than that. This is something which has divided the world. There's so many people who will fight for their life on the fact that they don't think it should be mandatory to be vaccinated. We have it in the comment section. We have it on the podcast. There's so many people who are so aggressive when it comes to this topic and they're very strong minded either side of it. I am not the strongest of mind on on the, on the side that you should be vaccinated. I understand it should be someone's choice. I'm, I'm I'm totally for that. But in a situation where uh, the Australian open are making uh, all the fans get vaccinated, then I think it should be totally fair that the players have to be vaccinated as well. Yeah, yeah I was I was very uncomfortable with in New York the idea that all fans, all umpires, all ball, you know, or whatever people involved in the sport, you know, people chucking towels at players, etc., and receiving towels, sweaty towels from players, etc., etc. All of these people had to be vaccinated. 
there was one group of people that didn't have to be vaccinated, and that was the players. So whether you think there should be a vaccine mandate or not, that is uncomfortable because that's sort of putting, you know, the players in one situation and almost forcing the rest of everyone to, you know, to, to deal with it. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's kind of one rule for one and not a rule for everybody else. Uh, this type of thing, it's a choice at the end of the day. People have, there's a lot of people who have a strong stance and they say that they don't want to get the vaccine. I know that I watch a lot of Joe Rogan, his podcast. He's he's one of these people who just thinks if you if you have the antibodies, that that should be enough. And if you can fight it off, if you again, if you've already got the antibodies. And I think there are those set of people that think that you should just be allowed to naturally uh, fight this. But unfortunately, when there's rules put in place for tournaments, you don't really have a choice in the matter. You either get vaccinated or you don't uh, don't play. And that, I mean, that's what we sort of sat with at the moment. So, so, John, you're under the impression he's already been vaccinated and you're, yeah. you think he's already been vaccinated. Why yeah. do you think he's not come out and just said and, and put everyone's sort of peace of mind and been like, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm going to, he doesn't want the speculation, everyone talking about it. Then why don't mm-hmm. you just come out to the press and be like, you know what, I've been vaccinated. Then everyone would just shut up about it. No one cares after that. I think he was hoping that this problem would go away. Uh, I think he was hoping, well, COVID, but also the vaccine question. Because actually, if, if, for example, Tennis Australia and and the Australian government and the Melbourne, the the Victorian government had all said, do you know what? We're going to make an exemption for players like New York did, or we're going to, we're going to let people come in. There's going to be exceptions. Scott Morrison, the Australian prime minister, did hint at it. But basically, he was overruled by the Victorian government, the, the state of Victoria, that are now insisting. So I think he was hoping that, that that would not be the case and therefore he could get away with not answering the question and he could take the fifth on this forever. However, he's now in a situation where we're going to find out. And like I say, we'll see. In JG, in four to six weeks, we can do a five-minute podcast on you <laughs> or me explaining why we got it wrong. Well, exactly. There's part of me... I know it's not, it wouldn't be that funny, but do you think that if he had have it, had it and he just sits at home, just he sort of like ch- it, ch- chuckling on the sofa whilst everyone's going, has he had it? Like all these news stories going everywhere. And he's just sat there just thinking, God, this is funny, isn't it? All I have to set, te- I could just tweet yes or no. And the whole world would explode with just like news that it had it or hadn't had it. Listen, Pretty I'll mad. happily put my hands up and say I was wrong. I don't think he's had it, and I don't think he's gonna have it. That only means one thing: unless they change their their opinion on it and things change drastically in the world, then he's not going to be allowed to play. And that sounds crazy because it is a li- opportunity of a lifetime to get to twenty one. He's going to be the massive favourite going into it. It's going to be the biggest opportunity I feel because it's Roland Garros. It's not going to be as likely that he wins it than Australia. Um, so everything would pose to, sort of suggest that he should play it and it's so important for him to play it and it's going to be huge and that is the most important thing for him, winning titles. But is it really? I feel like he is someone who stands up so much for human rights and what he believes in. He's quite a stubborn man and I say that in a, in a positive way. I'm I'm pretty stubborn myself. I think I think it's good to have some, some stubbornness in you and I don't think he's going to just change his opinion and be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to have the vaccine now and go against a lot of the beliefs he has in, his, in, his, in a lot of things he says. And he believes in the, the freedom of, of an individual to decide what to do with their body. And that's why he doesn't disclose about it, because he doesn't think it's needed that people should know exactly whether or not his COVID, COVID status or even his injuries and stuff like that. He doesn't always want to disclose it. Um, and I think a big reason he's not disclosing this one is because he knows 
every there'll be a lot of people who will, will sort of there'll be a low level of uproar the fact that he's not been vaccinated. Should we well, have a look at the quote? Yeah. Sorry, John. Yeah, um, no, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, this is just uh, one. Uh, it was posted uh, here on Twitter. It said, uh, I haven't been talking to them, that being Tennis Australia. Uh, to be honest, I was just waiting to hear what the news is going to be. And now that I know, we'll just have to wait and see. I like the air of mystery that he leaves in his answers, though. It's almost like Eric Cantona-esque, uh, the way that he's done with this one. Uh, I leaving... think if he'd said, if he'd said I, now I have a decision to make, which is also a nice way to end that, then then we would know that probably he's not vaccinated and he's going to have to make a decision. I also think if he's made the decision and his decision is not to go, then why not say it now? I think all of that, and especially that closing line of we'll wait and see, suggests that it's not we'll wait and see, and then he goes, ta-da, I'm not vaccinated. <laughs> it's let's wait and see, ta-da, I'm in Melbourne and I'm about to win my 21st Grand Slam. He's well. either not vaccinated or he's a massive attention seeker. Ooh, JG. No, no. Would you not? Would you not agree with? Would you not say that that's that's fair? Like because this is all. If he's actually vaccinated, this is all for like a big attention thing, right? Because everyone's talking about it. We're doing a podcast on it. Everyone's deliberating. Is he vaccinated? Is he not? It's all eyes on him. All the tension. So he's or, either that or he's actually vaccinated. Or or he's or he plans to get vaccinated and he just hasn't done it yet. And he just mm -hmm. doesn't, and he can't give the answer. He doesn't want to tell, say, "Oh yeah, I'm just about to get it uh, next week, mate." But he's he pushed into a corner now, and I think he's going to react. Well, we'll wait and see. It's interesting. <laughs> Let's have a look at. Uh, obviously, this one uh, that was just a picture someone's put there. I think it's Lorenzo. There, we'll see if uh, I'll be in Australia to defend my title. We have Medvedev. I saw his interview at the Nitto uh, ATP Finals. And uh, he was saying, I will beat the Australian Open. As I said, I decided for my career not to talk about my medical issues. Uh, it's not only about vaccine, it's about anything, is actually about my body. But the thing about Australia is clear. Anyone goes there is vaccinated. And that's why he said, it's strange why people keep asking me. I watched the, the interview and he said, I thought this was pretty obvious. If we, we knew this ages ago, why are people talking about it still? If you need, if you want to play Australia, you have to have a vaccine. No, they did, we didn't know that ages ago. No, this is what he said in his interview. He said, we knew this already. Like, why are you asking me this again? He said, this is something. We that knew that already... could have been a possibility because it's very strict in Australia, but no yeah, one knew it was going to be way... mandatory to have a vaccine. Oh, no, but the that's way quite, that he saw it, news. the way that he saw it in his head is, I'm going to have to be vaccinated to go Australia. That's it the way it's changed. It was leading that, that way, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. not changed. It's in his mind. It's always been the case, really. So he's just this hasn't changed anything for him. So, well, he's play. another one who's not disclosed whether or not he's vaccinated or not, which is completely his right to do so. But yep. he did put a tweet out the other day with uh, the Australian Open title saying, "See you in Australia." So <laughs> it makes you think. Cryptic. <laughs> He's um, going to be there. He's vaccinated. Well, you reckon? Well, yeah. he was in the final last time. I think he's got to go, Chris. He's just won the last half. It wasn't the title, time. sorry. The photo. I don't know if you've got the photo there, but there was just a photo of him with the shield. I'm assuming for being runner-up, saying we're going. No. I'll, I'll be there. Yeah, then not not on this one, unfortunately. But uh, this is Zverev. Uh, He's speaking out. This is not about tennis. This is about the virus. Uh, we are visiting a different country and they're allowing us to enter. We need to follow the rules. Djokovic is number one in the world, so he should be there. Hopefully the government will make an exemption or whatever. 
Mate, this is, <laughs> listen, this is this is the worst one ever. The worst take from Zverev is pretty shocking, if I'm honest. Or whatever. Uh, with everything what everyone said, it's not been too bad, but this is just the worst. Like how he, how can he honestly say with his head held high that someone should be offered an exemption? What makes no him idea. just because he's? Oh, well, listen, Djokovic's probably the best player to ever play tennis. Does that mean that he should then be exempt from following all the rules from everyone else? I think this is more about his sort of off-court friendship, I guess, with Djokovic. And I know Djokovic has reached out to Zverev a few times in the last couple of years when Zverev has been getting bad press. So I think this is him kind of trying to sort of defend Djokovic a little bit. Um, uh, there has been a relationship between Djokovic and uh, what's his name, Craig Tiley from the yeah. from either Tennis Australia or he organises the the Australian Open. There has been a very close relationship between those two where we saw last year that Djokovic was one of the three players to get a sort of cushier deal, if you like, when he entered Australia along with Nadal and Medvedev, I think it was, that could um, that could basically go out walking and all sorts of stuff that the other players couldn't do. Um, and we have seen this relationship between, basically, between Djokovic and the Australian Open where he has been, you know, he, Craig Tiley walks out with a glass of champagne when, 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 when he wins last year and Djokovic says, I don't drink champagne, but I'll drink it for you, Craig. Um, you know, we also saw a letter, I think, that Djokovic wrote to to, to yeah, Craig Tiley, etc. Yeah. So, so there has been this relationship building there where they're, you know, and, and I think Djokovic was hoping that that would be strong enough to to beat the virus, but he's wrong. Yeah, I generally think it was as well. That's what he was hoping for. He's not had any plans to get vaccinated. This is my opinion, of course. I don't think he's going to get vaccinated either. He was riding on the fact that it'll be okay. They'll just make him quarantine. Uh, he was hoping to get a, probably a villa again and just stay there and not have to do the hotel quarantine. It's not going to be the case. You have to be vaccinated now. So I'm not sure if he's going to be there. I, I'm going to make the statement to say Djokovic isn't going to play the Australian Open. With regards to what Zverev's saying here, I think this just makes him look shocking, if I'm honest. It's not a good look for the sport, especially the young players coming through. It's sort of golden spoon syndrome. Like he's acting like a spoiled brat. And I hate the fact that he thinks, oh, he'll get some kind of exemption. Not a good look for him and just a bit of a stupid statement all round. Do I think he really means it? Probably not. Yet again, probably just attention seeking. Who knows? Or maybe like John said, maybe just uh, throwing a, like, I don't know, element of defence for Djokovic, just a, I don't know, hand of friendship. Yeah, but it's, just, it's not really much of a defence, is it? It's a weird, it's a weird I feel one. like all the Djokovic fans, the real ones, are looking at it thinking, what's wrong with you, Sverev? Like, why would he be exempt? Even Djokovic is probably thinking that's just not a good look. I don't want to be exempt. That's not going to make me look good, is it? Just him. <laughs> it's the worst optics you could possibly have. I don't think anyone would be in favour of this. It's not really much of a defence, is it? Don't forget Zverev and Djokovic have also courted COVID controversy you know, in the last 18 months by by participating and organizing tournaments in the middle in the midst of the pandemic and also with him obviously being pos testing positive, I think, and then wandering around with his shirt off at parties, etc. So so neither of them have really covered themselves in any glory here. So I guess I guess he feels as though he ha he can't really come and speak out here and say, yes, we should follow Tennis Australia because we need to take this virus seriously because some journalists will go, hey, what about you last year? Um, so I, so I, I think, and also he's a tennis player and, you know, tennis players are not always the, the smartest cookies when it comes to pandemic control, let's well, say that. We got Matthew uh, in the live chat just to go to this one, just saying... JG, relax. Uh, it was a post-match presser after a tough match. Give him a break. He was just speaking loosely. Uh, maybe he was just pressed on it and he just thought, oh, this, this is my answer to this question. Maybe he wasn't thinking straight and just gave 
a bit of a strange answer, but he obviously hasn't planned this answer. If no, he's coming I out with that. The it's not a statement. It's not a statement he's planned and written up, is it? It's something which, in sort of the heat of a moment, he said. Yeah. But it's just still stupid, and I call it as what it is: stupid. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got to be careful what you say in the media. It's no matter who who you're talking to, they will snip. Mate, to, 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 wait, just to, just to sort of say that any player should receive any kind of exemption is just outright stupid. It's not like it's not that he wasn't thinking. He's just. You can't say something like that. Who do you think you are? What's wrong? Why are you different to all of the spectators there? Who knows? The only Maybe. difference is you can play tennis and they can't. Well, exactly. Maybe he knows something that goes on behind closed doors that we don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who... Let's move on. Oh, no, that was not followed. <laughs> 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 it's just sort of we this one in for John. <laughs> I think, yeah, I know. But actually, that's you, JG, there. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Oh, dear. Yeah, I think that's uh, quite a few people. That's maybe... Uh, that was actually my reaction to it. That, I was like, oh. Zverev's manager or something at the time when watching <laughs> him do the press No, it's probably Djokovic. I can, I can imagine Djokovic's reaction was probably a bit embarrassed. He's like, what's he saying? This is just, All it's going to do is bring more heat on this whole debate. It's not going to help, is it? No, exactly. It's not. Uh, I'll go on to this last tweet that we've got here because it's somebody sort of pointing out all of the uh, bad luck, apparently, that Djokovic has been facing, which is 2020 Wimbledon cancelled. Uh, US Open 2021, an incredibly unfair draw compared to the other finalists. Uh, Australian Open 2022, vaccine mandatory to play. Novak Djokovic's luck is a complete joke. I've got is three that... words, Ben. Rose-tinted glasses well yeah the other one i missed there sorry the us open 2020 defaulted over doing something that wasn't even intentional but it it's they're the rules unfortunately you can't just throw that how's your luck yeah it was bad luck but sometimes these things happen and well everybody suffered due to the wimbledon being cancelled not just Djokovic. yeah he would have been favorite but might have had another standout performance. Someone else might have come through. Who knows? Wait, I want to ask you a question, both of you. So that last, the second from last, Australian Open 2022, vaccine mandatory to play. Why is that a negative for Djokovic if he's vaccinated? It's not. It's, no, it's his why, luck. Why, Apparently. Why assume, yeah, but why is it bad luck for Djokovic if we're well, assuming the, that he's vaccinated? That's well, probably good news for him. Well, it means, he, it, means it could be some players who aren't like Medvedev who aren't going to be there. It should give him a free run to go and win the Australian Open because he's fully vaccinated. But there may be a lot of players on tour who aren't vaccinated, who can't go, which means there's going to be less comp competitors there who can actually challenge it. Maybe Medvedev's not vaccinated. No Sissipas. Well, I went down the list because I, I looked down on Twitter just uh, to see things relating to Djokovic, vaccine and uh, Australian Open. And the amount of people that are obviously Serbian and saying, so happy that Djokovic is... Uh, fighting uh, our cause from Serbia, blah, 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 all of this type of stuff. All anti-vax people were happy with him being sort of like a spokesperson for them, really, by the sounds of it, which is, I don't think he's ever said that, but they all seem to think that because he is hasn't uh, given his stance, that that is his position. And there's a lot of people sort of hoping that that is his stance so that they can say, yes, we've got I this guy as our spokesperson. I'm surprised with you, John. I honestly thought you'd think he wasn't vaccinated. I'm surprised you think he is. I really yeah, am. Because I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like more or less 95% sure he's not vaccinated right now. 
I'll, I'll add something as well. I, I heard what you said about him being a man of honor and, and, and him sticking by his word and him being very passionate about many of the issues that he's raised. And I agree Which with I respect a lot about. I, I, I like that in him. I like that he stands with what he believes in. I think that's a cool trait to have. And it sort of, is... um, it separates him from a lot of other people who are sort of yes men. I like the fact that he sticks to his guns. Mm -hmm. But let's, mm -hmm. let's call it as it is. He sticks to his guns. He's not someone who I think is going to want to be vaccinated. So if he does and he's all of them things, then he's not going to play the Australian Open. And he's going but to miss is, out on an opportunity, which is mm -hmm. massive. To get but there is, one, there is one thing that overrides all of that, in my opinion, regarding Djokovic, regarding his stance, and that is he's a competitor and he yeah. wants to win Grand Slams. And we saw it when with the elbow injury, as you said. Uh, basically, someone says, listen, what's going to give me a better chance to win tennis tournaments, uh, having the operation or not having the operation? Having the operation. You know, I'm sure he's ingested other medical things to help him get through other pains, whether it be painkillers or, or whatever. So ultimately, he's a competitor and that's that will override everything, whether it be a, a few comments he made about the vaccine 18 months ago or, or, or whatever. He wants to be in Australia desperately and he wants to win a 21st Grand Slam. The one thing about that operation, though, for three days afterwards, I'm not sure if it was before or after, he was very, very upset. It affected him massively. There's some there's some really in-depth quotes he had at the time and how he was feeling to make that decision to be op to operate on. A lot of people, they wouldn't think twice. I think, oh, if your operation helps me, I'll do it. But he is very against that kind of things. He believes in natural remedies. He's been very open in all of this. And his stance on vaccines in general has never been um, in agreement with him. So I don't think that's going to change here. Uh, I think I've said, been, listen, I respect what you have to say. There's a lot of people forced. who agree with what you're saying. I just think he's not been vaccinated. I don't think he's going to either. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We've got Michael here saying, look how he behaved at the Olympics. He left it for the last minute, uh, which probably what he's trying to do here, like trying to just leave everything to the, well, leave his release of his statement to everything to the last minute. He probably just wants, like you were saying, he was probably waiting to see what was going to happen. Like he was probably hoping you could do the quarantine, like the quarantine for two weeks or that waiting to see if he's backed into a corner, like John was saying as well. And if that is the case now, I think we've sort of JG is pretty adamant. He won't be vaccinated. He will not go to Australia. John, you sound like you think he's already been vaccinated and he's not saying anything. And I'm oh, I think, the, I think he, he's either not vaccinated and he will get, but either way, he will be in Australia as a vaccinated human being. Well, this is what I think. So that's why I was going to say we could have three different stances here. And I think that he possibly hasn't and will get back. <laughs> so we could have three complete different stances on it. But I think I'm with you on the, I, I'm not sure how many more years he has left to win at all the Grand Slams. So you've seen how close Medvedev's running him now. And you, if Medvedev picks up another one, it's going to be even more difficult. That'll be two hard court slams in a row that Djokovic probably wouldn't have won. And Medvedev st might start picking up the mental edge. Like, oh, look, I'm getting a knack for this now. Uh, and Djokovic wants to get double figures as well in Australia. Should That should be a, of note as well. Ten uh, Australian Opens sounds a lot better than nine. And 21 Grand Slams sounds a lot better than 20. And you'll stand alone at the top of the mountain. And all it takes is a little, little jab jab. 
and you can go there and get to the top and overtake Mr. Rafa. That's probably why JG's uh, hoping. Oh, okay. That, I'm, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to cut He's not playing. Rafa will remain no. uh, until Roland Garros, and he'll win Roland Garros and get 21. <laughs> I no. can see it now. <laughs> Okay, so wait, I forgot what I was going to say now. Completely <laughs> His mind's gone into Anglo as soon as okay, the no, no, okay. so, comes okay. up. Let's say he doesn't take the vaccine. Let's say if he's not able to play the Australian Open, what will your thoughts be on him then? Because me, I would have a lot of respect for him. I would think fair play. He's, he's, he's had this stance from day one. He's stuck by it and he's not going to play. Hats off to him. Man of his word. Yeah, it's his decision. At the end of the day, so you'd have a lot of you'd, would you have a lot of respect for him if he if he if, if he his... skips this opportunity to play Australia? I think it is a very well. It's his totally his decision. If he doesn't want to, I still think that he's the favourite to win Wimbledon. He could still win Roland Garros as ben, well. I JG. Still think... Ben JG, there's one thing we're not we're not remembering here. The other slams may follow suit. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's I, don't, I don't think they're going to, though. No, we'll see. I, I think France and Macron, as a, as a government, for example, are very passionate about their vaccination. They've invested a lot of money in advertising and been tried to be quite aggressive. Of course, there's been protests in France like there have been elsewhere. But I, if Australia, you know, introduce, also the other slams can then introduce and say, well, we're just, you know, don't have a go at us. You can't have a go we're at just us. Following on from Australia, yeah, it would be that would be really an interesting dynamic because you couldn't see Djokovic missing all the slams in the year, yeah. would it? And then well, other tournaments too. So I think that's why he'll get. I think back. his hand would have to be forced. Then he would have to. I don't know. He just have to, well, wouldn't he? Then he'll he'll miss it. Australia. Well, there's part of me that thinks that he is still in with a real massive shot next year of doing a calendar year Grand Slam again. If he was to play, and, and he has to play Australia to be able to do it. I don't think he has many more years left to be able to achieve something like that. And I think he could do it because I think he can win Roland Garros again. He can win Australia. He can definitely win Wimbledon. And if he doesn't have the Olympics in the middle of all of it, he could probably win the US Open as well. So I think he has an opportunity to do it, but he doesn't have many years left to achieve that great thing of a calendar year slam. I still think that next year he could be on top of the pile again, doing it all. Yeah. We did have a question in earlier. I can't find it now talking about, is it possible that he can still get it? Like how long does, do you need between yeah. getting yeah, both jabs? That. But that's not, I think you've got age it. Like I think they've like reduced it now. Yeah. It's like four weeks, is it? Yeah. Yeah. So he's got plenty of time. It was, it was eight, six eight weeks. weeks. It's, it's eight, eight weeks at the start. It's it eight weeks at the start. So, yeah, I think they they reduced it to like a month though. So. Yeah, so that, that shouldn't be an issue. He's still got plenty of time. If he hasn't had it yet, he can still opt to have it. Um, but that's obviously up to him. Definitely is. Well, that was a rather heated debate. Oh, let me change the background back. There you go. There is <laughs> we, we probably don't think will be there, and that's uh, Stefan Sitsipas. Yeah, mm. I think we should probably end on that. Sitsipas, um, as we know, He's having a few issues with his elbow as well. Is that right? Yes. And he's had the same doctor of what Djokovic had back in 2017. Look at the elbow. And it seems like he's going to have to be operated on, which would mean he's going to be out for a while. And you'd think probably the next time we'll see scissor pass on the court will be the clay court swing. Probably, yeah. his best. <laughs> so not not the... Uh, as long as he's back, I, that's the thing. I'm hoping he comes back for Roland Garros more than anything. Because I thought he was just super unlucky. Obviously, he had terrible news just before the final, all of that type of thing. Just did great. Uh, I just want to see him back to his best again, Sissipas. So, best wishes sent out to yourself and yep. your team. 
Exactly. Yeah. Anything left to say, guys? Well, I just want to finish on the, the the. I don't know if somebody mentioned it or I've just thought of it. Novak Djokovic. I mean, that's just got to be <laughs> the headline in the tabloids, surely. <laughs> There's a journalist in him. That, that's brilliant. I like it. Maybe that should have been the headline of the pod. I don't know, but we'll wait and see. If it if it turns out that he doesn't uh, doesn't get it, that will be uh, on all the pay, uh, front pages and back pages. I'm sure, John. Yeah, and you hmm. can both apologise to me on the next podcast we have. Uh, but I until would, then, I'll, I'll be delighted to apologise <laughs> to you, Peggy. No, I don't. I don't want an apology. It's great that everyone's got a different opinion in tennis. That's what makes it so great. Let us know your comment, uh, your opinion in the comment section on this topic. I know it's controversial, but make sure and leave us a comment. Hit the like button if you haven't already. Subscribe if you're new, and we'll see you guys probably tomorrow for more tennis podcast we'll be discussing obviously the ATP finals and plenty more which is upcoming in the tennis schedule yes we will see you then guys see you guys see you in a bit Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.